Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 309. Drink until you podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell is your week? Merry Christmas Eve. Happy holidays to keep it PC if you don't celebrate Christmas. I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope you're safe. Um, I have had a couple of drinks at the bar before doing this episode tonight. I'm feeling wonderful because the the bartender, uh, who is a tremendous person, I was I was in there like trying to watch the Cowboys game, and I was having such a great time with this this bartender. I, I was like complimenting her. I'm like, you know, you're like made to do this job because I haven't watched a shred of the Cowboys game. I've just been engulfed in this conversation the whole time. And, you know, I'm watching the score or whatever. I'm seeing that we're not doing great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, just to the max, just doing your job. Just like, who needs football when you have company like this? It, it was great. Feeding me double Jack and Cokes, even though I think they were triple. Don't tell anybody. After the first one, you know, you, you kind of warm up with the bartender. She's like, okay, okay this guy's cool. He's not going to be a douche. He's going to tip me every drink I give him. I mean, that's how it should be. Developing relationships here. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. so I didn't get to see a lot of the Cowboys game. I know we did lose. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a second. Uh, we're going to talk about calendars, 1996 calendars in particular, uh, since that, that year matches up with 2024, which is coming up right around the corner for the new year. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of Home Alone. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? We're going to talk a little bit of Emmett Smith, the greatest running back of all time, in my opinion, who doesn't get enough mentions. Uh, but for now, I'm drinking my 8% alcohol by volume. I think I just introduced this to the guy behind the counter, too. He was like, I've never tried this before. And I'm like, dude, it's 8%. I just went into my whole pitch. <laughs> that I do with you guys every week. It's like, dude, it's light on calories. <laughs> it's 8% alcohol by volume. I mean, if it's bang for your buck. You know, aside from liquor, I, I don't think you can do much better. Unless you're drinking a Buzz Ball. Um, which, not to talk shit on that company, I don't recommend all Buzz Balls. All Buzz Balls are not created equal. Uh, the one, the My favorite one was the chocolate one that one i could stomach the lime one gross the red one strawberry i think it is gross pina colada i just never even tried i wasn't daring enough to try it um but yeah i just think i turned him on to this so uh if you got him drink him bottoms up cheers everybody but yeah like i said i had to get out of town you know i love my family i love spending time with them but I had to do something just different, man. I'm sick of the same routine. Every holiday, just same routine. same. Ru I got to break it up. Um, so I got a lot of good traveling <laughs> out of the way. You guys are never going to believe this. Um, I got to visit Rome. I got to visit Madrid. And I got to visit Paris, France. Um... And the way I did this in one fell swoop in just a couple of days is I drove to Thackerville, Oklahoma. 
Uh, Windstar World Casino, which I absolutely love. Atmosphere is great. <laughs> you get to visit all the places you'll never get to go otherwise. I didn't even have to leave the country, people. How amazing is that? So yeah, I'm out here uh, drinking, having a good time, uh, not even wasting money, to be honest. Like, I spent so much time with the bartender over there. I didn't even, I was like, this is probably a detriment to the to the business. You're so good at like having a conversation. I don't care to go gamble. Like that's fucking awesome. You don't meet a lot of people like that. Um, she is an older woman. I wouldn't say mother figure, but it's just good energy. You know what I mean? I love meeting people like that. I absolutely love meeting people like that. So that's what I'm doing. Just out drinking. Uh, I'm doing the podcast in my car outside of the hotel room so I can just stumble up to the elevator, have it take me up and go into my room and, and be done. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. <coughs> get a DoorDash if you need it. <coughs> I want to stop coughing, but the reason I keep coughing is I did something I haven't done in a long time, and I wish I hadn't done it, but for now it's okay. Um, this is my motto. As long as I don't buy a pack of cigarettes, I'm okay. I can go visit a friend at their house, and if they offer me a couple of cigarettes, I'll smoke those, no big deal. But I didn't buy a pack. Well, I committed the cardinal sin today of buying a pack of Marlboro number 27s. Um, I'm coughing a lot more than I was before. I mean... It doesn't take a scientist to figure out you, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. But when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, let me take another drink before I cough in your ears. Hold on. So you guys are going to hear a bunch of random pauses. I, I don't want to hack up a lung while I'm doing the podcast. Um, so there's probably going to be some random pauses in there forgive me. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is 1996 calendars. Um, 1996 mirrors the days of 2024. So you can reuse, if you happen to have it, any 1996 uh, calendar. And it should be good to go. So what I'm going to do tonight, I found this on Twitter the, uh, the thing that turned me on to it was the Jonathan Taylor Thomas 1996 calendar that you can reuse if you thought Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a heartthrob. Don't ask me if I have a calendar. I'm not going to tell you. <coughs> so here's some of the ones that you can reuse that are actually up on eBay for sale right now. Uh, 1996 swimsuit calendar, Sports Illustrated, pre-owned, pre-loved. Oh God, you shouldn't say pre-loved <laughs> with the swimsuit calendar. Uh, you can reuse that one. That one is going for 98.18 on eBay. Uh, the next one, Kathy Ireland, 1996 calendar, brand new slash factory sealed. So you don't get any fucking sticky pages over there. <laughs> uh, the next, oh, that one's going for six dollars and sixty-three cents. What a cheap whore! Oh, I'm sorry, Kathy. Sorry, it's not you. It's the calendar. Uh, 
the next one, the Grateful Dead calendar, official 1996, brand new. No sticky pages on this one for sure. <laughs> Unless you're just that into the Grateful Dead. This one's going for $19.90. Uh, the next one, Claudia Schiffer dash herb ritz i don't even know who she is she's just a gorgeous blonde from what it looks like uh 1996 calendar brand new slash factory sealed uh they just had to look at the oh jesus okay let's not go down this let's not keep going there um the next one uh models chicago dash barry elz photographer 1996 brand new calendar $6.63. The next one is $26.39. Uh 2 ERTE 1996 landmark calendar. New price. Why is this one so expensive? I don't even know what an ERTE is. Erta? Ert it's some artsy thing. It looks like a play or some kind of uh, ancient Asian sort of thing. Anyways, moving on. Going for $197.99 is the Anna Nicole Smith 1996 15 by 15 16-month landmark calendar. Sealed out of print. Uh, wow. Holy shit, that's crazy. That's going for even more than the next one. Betty Page pinup swimsuit 1996. Oh man, I kind of want this one. Uh, Betty Page. Not to say Anna Nicole Smith wasn't pretty, but uh, what the fuck are you? Oh, they're showing that it's sealed. Dude. How much is this one going for? $92.87. What a babe. Uh, anyways. Uh, what's next? Oh, here you go for you fucking lady listeners out there. Fox Studios Beefcake Calendar. This guy's holding his schlong on the cover. Sean Bear Beefcake. <laughs> going for $33.17. Oh! That sucks. Old Sean didn't get his due. <coughs> the next one. Damn, this is the highest one I think I've seen. 197 for Anna Nicole Smith. Well, guess what? 1996 Pamela Lee Anderson, sealed star of Conquest adult calendar, rare and hot. In case you were wondering. <laughs> $199 even on eBay. Uh, Barbie Twins, Shane and Sia, 1996 pinup bikini calendar, 24 by 36. I guess the size is important because you get to feel, I guess depending on how close you get to it, you get to feel like it's more lifelike. I don't know. Um, strange. That one's going for $90.22. Ooh, look at this one. This one's cool. I would totally buy this for a friend. Uh, X-Files calendar 1996, 1997, 1998, and 2020. 
uh, ranging from anywhere from $12.06 to $18.56. Uh, how far is this going to go? We've already seen Claudia Schiffer. We're going to skip that one. 1996 Miss Napa Pinup Girls wall calendar. Same days as 2024 Pristine. What does free ship mean? Oh, free shipping? Uh, this one's going for 5440 uh, Excuse me. Oh, my God. This is the highest priced one right here. And this is pre-owned. Uh, Kodansha Sailor Moon. What? 1996 wall calendar. Original work picture. Now, I'm not a huge... Sailor Moon, like, I, I never watched the show. I watched it randomly, intermittently, if you will. But I do really enjoy the artwork. Um, wow. 300 bucks, huh? That's insane. Uh, $305.15 to be exact. Uh, Herb Ritz calendar 1996 132.61 uh, Magnolia pocket mini calendar 1996 11.41 that's probably the cheapest one I've seen on here uh, who is this cheap whore <laughs> 14 <coughs> excuse me by 5 14.5 uh, by 28 sports illustrated 1996 calendar poster Manon Von Gherkin Sexy Man Cave. What? It's a chick. What do you mean, Man Cave? Wow, she's got some. Dude, I think I. Is this Sports Illustrated? It sure is. I think I've seen this one before. I think I've seen this. I, I think we had this one. Not at home. Where was this? I've seen this lady. And her, like, piercing blue eyes. I have totally seen this calendar before. Brunette. Uh, I guess dirty blonde with piercing blue eyes. Good lord, she's gorgeous. Manon Von Gherkin. Jesus Christ. Still fucking gorgeous. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's a, that's a little segment. I thought that was kind of cool. The Jonathan Taylor Thomas got me into it. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. I reposted it on X. If you want to follow me at Drink Until You, or follow me on Instagram, Drink Until You Podcast. Follow me on Facebook, Drink Until You Podcast as well. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Uh, what else? Fucking cowboys, damn it. I'm not going to get over it. I'm not going to get over it this podcast. We're just like giving away the division. Why do we keep doing that? Why can't we win a solid game? Why can't we beat a good team? I mean, so many questions. Um, okay, so let's move on. Since it is Christmas Eve. Uh, since it is Holiday Eve. Um, to Home Alone. So I talked about this a couple of months ago. I watched My Cousin Vinny. And out of the whole movie, this is what I got out of it. <laughs> um, he, uh, The two guys in the beginning of the movie, Ralph Macchio and whatever the other guy's name is, they went into a convenience store on their little trip, and uh, they got a whole bag of groceries. 
they got like sodas and a whole bag like bread and cheese and tuna canned goods they got a whole fucking bag and and, and when the clerk gave him the total it was like 2167 I'm pretty sure that's the price which is pretty amazing that I even remember I don't know how I remember that I'm pretty sure it was 2167 which you know uh, today in today's world you cannot get away with that dude like if you had a whole bag of groceries from 7-eleven that's 40 bucks at least at least 40 bucks um, so what they pointed out, they're starting to point out in Home Alone is the same thing. Kevin McAllister goes to the store, you know, when his parents are gone or whatever, to get a bag of groceries. Um, uh, it says, and, and this is, if you want to follow them as well, at End Wokeness on X, formerly Twitter. It says, in Home Alone 1990, Kevin spent 19 on all his groceries uh, this woman went to see how much the bill costs today. And this is on TikTok. Ben Burson Kevin now. McAllister's Home Alone shopping list. Kevin's trip to the grocery store in the 1990 movie cost him $19.83. What does that exact shopping list cost today? Let's find out. Our first stop is the bread aisle. Kevin bought a big loaf of Wonder Bread. I couldn't find Wonder Bread, but this butternut brand has the same buy. The first item in our cart at $2.89. Our second item is Kevin's half gallon of whole milk. This will cost another $2.89. Kevin's Humble Stouffer's Turkey Dinner Supreme is the next item on our list. It's no longer supreme, but I'm sure it's still tasty. His turkey Christmas dinner will cost us $3.99. Right next door is the frozen mac and cheese. Kevin bought the Kraft brand, but only the Jumbo Deluxe version was available. So I bought another Stouffer's individual serving. The mac and cheese is $3.49. It's time to brave the basement boiler and do some laundry. Kevin's bottle of Tide detergent is going to set us back $10.99. Oops, and we can't forget the Snuggles fabric softener sheet. This cute, smelly little bear is going to cost us $3.99. Kevin's burglar repellent saran wrap is now known as cling wrap and adds another $3.99 to our bill. Kevin purchased the creme de la creme of toilet paper products, so we will be paying a whopping $7.99 for these rump wipes. My wallet is already sobbing, but we have to pick up some Tropicana homestyle orange juice. This will cost us $4.49. I couldn't buy in Kevin's deadly little plastic army figure, so I substituted some vicious little penguin chocolate. Time to check out. Poor Sally has been replaced by AI, so we are checking out alone. Kevin McAllister paid $19.83 for his shopping in 1990. In 1990. Our 2023 total comes to $49.40. Kevin! Good God, dude. And, and by the way, let me just say, well fucking done video. Well edited. They chopped a lot of the fat off the video. Uh, there were substitutions they had to make because they didn't find army men at the store or whatever. But, dude, just just think about that, dude. He he spent under twenty bucks, and you have to think too. I talked about this a couple of months ago with my cousin Vinny. You have to think too. They're not making up prices. They're just going by you know in the movie. They're not making up prices. They're just going off of probably. You know, whatever they knew for the the time, you know? So 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020, 33, almost 34 years later. Uh, did I do the math right? <laughs> 10, 20, 34. Yeah, 
34 years later, it's like, it's not even double, dude. It's like double plus 10. Yeah, 49, 50. It's 30 bucks, man. 30 extra dollars for the same shit. Um, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy right now. You have to go shopping discount groceries. You have to get some off-brand shit just to make like a little headway on on the ridiculous prices these days, dude. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, it's just like everything all together at the same time decided we're charging two dollars more for our product, you know. And and I'm a huge like shopper at Dollar Tree. Whatever Kevin McAllister bought at the regular ass store. I'm buying at Dollar Tree now to end up at the same fucking price. It's it's fucking nuts, dude. Like, it, it's gotten out of hand. I don't know. It, there's just no cap to it. You know? Uh, well done video, by the way. I love that. They trimmed all the fat off. They got to the point quick. Uh, it was kind of a little witty humor in there. Uh, I love it. Cheers to this video. So, yeah, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I know you guys know the prices have gone up. It's just, I always kind of wonder, like, how drastically has everything gone up? And, you know, like I said, there were substitutions. There were no army men. Uh, <laughs> they got the creme de la creme of the toilet paper, which they purchased the same. Uh, it's just crazy, dude. It's like everything just two dollars $2 more. And by the uh, the time you get to the register, at the end of your trip, I mean, you're spending 20, uh, uh, double plus 10 is what you can expect. If you're shopping at the big retail, the, the fucking Walmarts, the Kroger's, the Tom Thumb, if you're shopping there, you're spending double plus 10. And I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what we can do and it's not just that it's not just groceries it's everything man it's fucking rent dude there's so many people i've seen online that are getting kicked out of their place because you can only if someone's living in a place you can only up their rent by a certain percentage if you kick those people out and say this is the end of your lease, you can charge the next person whatever the fuck you want. You're setting a new precedent at that point. And then on top of that new precedent, then the next year you can add your 20%. It's just there's nothing regulating how much people can charge for shit. And if it's basic shit, the fucking toilet paper or uh, food... You know, fucking water. It, it's crazy, dude. Like, I used to be able to walk into 7-Eleven and buy a gallon of Ozarka for like a buck twenty-nine. They're they're at least two ninety-nine now. They're at least two ninety-nine. Some places that are more greedy, obviously, are more. It's fucking nuts, dude. What has happened? Um. 
the well, I know what's happened. People are just companies, corporations, people that own houses. They're just fucking greedy. They see someone else do it, and they're like, "Fuck! I can charge uh, thirteen hundred for just renting out a bedroom and a house. No problem. Monthly, monthly. Oh, it's fucking nuts. It's sickening, man. It's sickening because you know we're not we're not here to help each other anymore." Americans, we're not here not to get political. I'm not trying to get political, but we're just not here to help each other anymore. We're here to help ourselves. You see all the crooked shit going on. You're like, well, fuck everybody else. You see people stealing. You're like, well, fuck everybody else. Everybody else is out to get what they can get. I'm out to get what I can get. And it's just, it's just become crazy, man. It's become crazy. Um, I would like to think if I ever owned a house and I could rent it out, I would be reasonable. Don't you want that? Don't you want to be reasonable? So that way, you know, what's the, the fucking saying in business? You, you, you let the little fish go to catch the big fish. You know, instead of charging 1300 I charge 800 But guess what? That person's coming back time after time after time. You know? Um, I don't know. I don't know much about business. Let's be honest. But it, it's just gotten out of hand, man. It's gotten out of hand. Uh, the, uh, the movies that we watch from that era, from the 90s, which was one of the greatest times ever on Earth. To ever exist on Earth was the 90s. Music was great. Fucking, I mean, prices were great. <coughs> Technology... You know, it wasn't fully there, but it was still okay. We had video cameras and, you know, we could watch DVDs and VHS and all this and that. It wasn't perfect. We had dial-up internet. Sure, it took a long time, but we could still do the you know, some of the same thing, <laughs> same things you can do now. I love watching old movies, too. That's That's the funny part to me. Watching movies for, like, the financial, like, what they paid for a bag of groceries is depressing. The funny part about watching movies back then when they had, like, computers in the, in the 90s was, like, the, the what they thought they could do with com the computers. It wasn't, like, this interactive, like, we can track you and GPS and all that. It was, like, we got a picture of the bad guy and we can blow it up times a hundred <laughs> it was like you did all this work just to get on the computer just to like enhance a photo it's like that's that's it that's all we can do with computer it was, i don't know it was a weird time uh but it was a great time dude i saw this thing the other day kind of made me sad because i never really thought about it before so thank you for that um, it said, you know, it showed a bunch of kids outside playing. A couple of kids were on the bikes. A couple of other kids had like football and gloves on their hand. It was like the, the meme was like, we all didn't know it, but one of these days was the last time we ever went outside to play like this. And that was really sad because it really was. I don't know what day was my last day to go play outside and go knock on a friend's front door to see if they could play. I don't know what day was my last day of doing that, but it's sad that there ever was a last day. 
to do that because those were the best of fucking times. You know, like my dad, my parents, they had like a certain whistle. If you heard, if you heard that, you better get your fucking ass back home. If you heard, you better be listening for it, A. And when you heard that specific whistle, you better get your ass home because your parents either need you for something, it's dinner time, whatever it may be. You know, um, what a great time. I'm so happy that I lived as a as a teen. Well, I wasn't really a teenager. I was like, you know, in 1990, I was five. December 1990, I was five. So, ten years, the next ten years, till I was 15, I was in the 90s. What a great time to grow up. You know, it was like on the verge. You know, there's like that pendulum. It was on the verge. It's like growing up in the 70s seemed fucking cool. You know, there was so much less regulations. And if, you know, not saying you should drink and drive, but it was like if you got pulled over and you had an open beer, the cop would be like, well, just go home. If I see you out again, you're getting a fucking, you're getting arrested or you're getting a ticket or whatever it may have been. That's pretty cool. But I feel like the 90s were like that on steroids. It was still sort of that same 90s, uh, I'm sorry, 70s mentality. Just with, a, you know, a little bit of technology sprinkled in there. We could get on the web. We had printers, <laughs> which we used to blow up the bad guy's face so we could see him in detail. So we knew who the fuck he was. Um, it was just cool, man. It was just a cool time. So, uh, times have changed. Uh, people are even more greedy than they used to be, which sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to take another drink. Cheers. Oh boy. I got to pee. I'll be right back. All right. A little bit of podcast magic and I'm back. Um, last thing I want to talk about, man, I've been watching a lot of old school, uh, NFL videos back when you could horse collar, which I'm, <laughs> I'm not condoning, but you could, it's a fact. <laughs> um, dude, Emmett Smith is the greatest running back of all time and he never gets mentioned in the, in this talk of greatest running back of all time. He's never mentioned uh, let's see, number one, 18,355 rushing yards, uh, 164 rushing touchdowns, 21,579 yards from scrimmage, three-time Super Bowl champion, eight-time Pro Bowler, um, and he never gets mentioned in tops for running backs. He is number one, literally. That first stat, rushing yards, number one, 18,355. And the argument is, from some people, he had to stretch. He had to play longer than he should have played to reach that goal. Well, isn't that a testament to his will? Isn't that a testament to him wanting to be great? Isn't that like he set himself up for greatness? Even if he got those yards... As much as it sucks to say it's a knife in my stomach with the Cardinals, 
As much as it sucks to say it was with the Cardinals, he built that foundation with the Cowboys. He built that foundation to take over number one with the Cowboys. He actually might have taken over as a Cowboy. I don't know. Um, how can you hate on a man? It's like, that's the goal. Yes, he stretched to get it. Yes, he played longer than he had to to get it, but... How is that not to his credit? How is that a detriment in some people's eyes? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. He he played this rough sport, which, I mean, we, we know more about CTE now, you know, just getting bashed in the head over and over again. He played this sport for even longer to get those accolades. Like, how is that a bad thing? It's like, holy shit. Shouldn't shouldn't the argument be holy shit? How did he play that deep into his career to reach that? You know, like it's it's, it's the other way around. We were like, well, he had to stretch in order to get those. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. He's still number one. He's got the all-time rushing yards in NFL history. Period. Period. I mean, you sh- you can't be number one on one stat alone, but look at all the other ones. Look at all the other stats. Now, I will say, and for being a Dallas Cowboys fan, a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, I will say that I watched Barry Sanders any chance I could when I was growing up because you knew something spectacular was going to happen. You knew he was going to make someone miss in an incredible way. You know what I mean? Like, he was electric, 100% to the bone, electric, Anytime he got the ball, you you never knew. You never knew if Barry Sanders was going to just run it up the field to score a touchdown. And then the next time he got the ball, when the offense had the ball again, you didn't know if he was going to run up the field to get a touchdown. You didn't know. Anything could happen when this ball is in this man's hands. You know, and, and, and I respect the fuck out of Barry Sanders. Like, he is an all-time great, regardless of first place and you know whatever Super Bowl wins and all this and that it doesn't matter like Barry Sanders is an amazing was an amazing football player was an amazing running back did incredible things you know when you thought he was down he was still going you know they they say that's what makes a great running back when somebody hits you your legs are still churning he did all of that and he would make you miss. And even if you thought you had a hand on him, he was doing a spin move to wiggle out of it. And now you don't have him. And now the rest of your team has to chase him down the field to take him down. Barry Sanders was electric. But for my money, um, Emmett Smith is the greatest running back of all time. And, and Emmett had some of that too. He wasn't quite as flashy, but he had some flash too. You know, he wasn't quite as flashy as Barry Sanders, but uh, he still had his shit, man. He could still make you miss. He could still run the ball the whole way. The only gripe, and a lot of you will feel me on this, the only gripe I have with Barry Sanders is he would get tired at the end. And you never saw Emmett Smith do that. You, you, Emmett Smith was driving through the fucking field every time he had the ball. Barry Sanders would just get sort of tired at the end from doing all the movement and all the jumping and you know back and forth and making people miss spin moves he would get tired at the end and people would catch him 
You know, he would get down on the fucking two-yard line or one-yard line a lot of the time, and that sucks because that takes away his stats, but doesn't that mean Emmitt Smith, for all the touchdowns that he did have, is even greater that he didn't get his tired, that he kept running, that he didn't let people catch him? You know, maybe he had an extra block or, or two, but, I mean, as part of it, you know, people will say, you know, um, well, I guess I'm going to say that look at the T. I mean, a lot of Emmett's, <laughs> you see a lot of Vikings on Emmett Smith's, you know, playback, like huge running plays and say, okay, but guess what? Detroit played the Vikings too. You know what I mean? Like you see a lot of uh, Barry Sanders clips playing against Detroit, you know, teams without great run defense. Uh, yeah, you're going to run all over them, you know. Um, I just wanted to say that. I don't know if I've ever said that before. I don't think I've talked running backs a lot on this show. But uh, for my money, Emmett Smith is the greatest running back of all time. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you disagree. That's my opinion. And as Colin Quinn would say, I'm sticking to it. Cheers, everybody. All right. I've gone well over the time. Uh, let's see what else I wrote down in my notes here to talk about. God damn, it's getting cold here. Uh, so, yeah. So, Twitch allowed people to be, I guess, nude somehow. On, you know, on their live stream or whatever, and now people are getting banned left and right. If you ever followed me on Twitch, I, I'm just gonna say, um, you haven't seen me on Twitch in a while because I showed my my fucking ass. That's what I'm gonna say. That's the excuse I'm gonna use as to why I haven't been on Twitch live streaming in a long time. But in reality, I talked about this like two weeks ago. The reality is. I don't stream on Twitch as much anymore because it basically fucks with the gameplay. And I've been playing Rocket League competitively a lot more recently. Um, and I can't have, I mean, I can't be missing the ball because Wi Fi is struggling, you know, to live stream and play competitively online. I can't do that. I can't do it anymore. Um, and my solution the next time I do get on. <clears throat> is to uh, not play competitively to stream, just play exhibition or whatever where the games don't really count for anything. Uh, play that version and stream live, and then at a certain point, cut off, go play competitively, come back, you know, just kind of bounce back and forth. So it's the best of both worlds. I get to play competitively without streaming, and it fucking me up with hitting the ball to where it needs to go. But I also stream when it's not competitive. And you can watch me play. So if you followed me on Twitch, I appreciate you. Um, as you know, as <laughs> I did not get banned for being nude. Uh, I would love to use that as an excuse as to why I haven't been on. <laughs> but it's not true. I don't even have a webcam yet. I'm trying to get there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show you my ass. Uh, whenever I do get a webcam, I promise. <laughs> I promise you guys that I won't. Um, uh, the dude that got banned, he had, <laughs> he, 
he had the black bars over his nipples and his fucking dick. Uh, I think this is the same guy. And his wife... <laughs> his wife walked in on him while he was butt-ass naked. <laughs> streaming on Twitch, dude. How fucking funny is that? And all you see is the camera just go black. He turns off the camera, but the audio is still rolling. And he's like, baby, I'm sorry. Like, I was just being silly. Like, don't get mad. <laughs> Oh boy, what a great fucking time. What a what an amazing time to live in. As much as I talked up the 90s earlier, it is the wild wild west in some respects <laughs> with everything going on. I don't know why Twitch would open that can of worms. Why would you say you could stream live naked? It's not going to work, bro. It's not going to work. People are going to take it too far. It's going to turn into porn. Uh, what did I say? You can artfully <laughs> be nude on your on your Twitch stream. I don't know how to make it artful. What makes being nude artful? Is that what you guys want to see? I'm doing it next time. I'm getting a webcam tomorrow. And I'm fucking going live nude. And you're going to see it all. I'm going to bear <laughs> I mean, Twitch, you asked for this. Some of your top streamers are going down now. You're You're banning them. And you asked for this. You asked. You said it was okay for us to be naked. You said it was okay. How are you banning me now? You said it was fine. I didn't give you any close-ups. <laughs> uh, it's just a crazy world, man. Just a crazy world. All right, that's going to do it for me. I don't even know what the fuck I talked about this episode. Uh, it's not coming out until Tuesday. Unfortunately, my laptop is uh, locked away. Um, I, I, I messed up in that respect. I, I did not have my laptop with me, which I should have. It's been charging. It's going to be 100% charged, so I'll do it quick as soon as I get it. But, yeah, this is not coming out until Tuesday, unfortunately. Um, even though I do this fucking weekly, don't let Apple Podcasts lie to you. They only go by the upload times. They don't go by the recorded times. I go by the recorded times. This is Sunday. I technically did it within a week's time of up uploading last week's episode. So, huh. I'm sticking my tongue out at you, Apple. Mm. Don't say bi-weekly. It's fucking weekly, bitch. Anyways, let's take another drink. I wonder if this bartender is still in here. I want to go chill with her for a little bit. It's not like that. It's just... It's it, it's rare that you find someone that you actually give a fuck what they have to say. You know what I mean? And it's not that I'm trying to get laid. It's none of that. It's just she's a cool fucking person, dude. She's a cool bartender. Like, I want to give her all my money. You know what I mean? That's fucking awesome. Uh, anyways, let's, let's finish these off. If you got them drinking, bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Get a fucking Uber. Get a fucking Lyft. Uh, be safe out there. Get a DoorDash. Just text them on DoorDash. They'll bring you your shit for free. Uh, well, not for free. Sorry, I didn't mean to say for free. They'll bring it to you, and you pay for it, and you have a good time, and it's not a big deal because you're not drinking and driving. Hey. There you go. That's the best advertisement you can get. Cheers.
All right. Oh, oh, that hurt my teeth. Wow. All right, that's it. I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> I'm done traveling. <laughs> I visited all the fucking Rome and fucking Madrid and Paris. I've done it all, everybody. Uh, I will talk to you next week. Be safe out there. I love you all. Uh, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, message DoorDash. I will talk to you guys next week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy fucking New Year. Hey, I think by the time I do the next episode, we'll have done this for six years. Can you believe that? Yahoo me. Awesome on me. Pat myself on the back. It's been a fun ride. Uh, here's to six more years. Whatever I have left in this. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Sorry it was so loud right there. Uh, love you all. Bye!